Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you're new here, or welcome back. It's going to be a spicy episode today, so let's just get into it. I actually want to start with our affirmation of the episode. So let me do that. My affirmation today when I was journaling was, you are enough, and that made me feel really good. But I'm going to pull a new one out for you guys for this week. Okay, I'm picking one out. I'm not looking at the cards. Ready? Imagine the result you want, then go create it. What a great affirmation. I love that. Okay, that's our theme for the week. Let's get into a rosebud and thorn, which is where I'm going to update you about how I'm feeling and all that. And I'm just going to tell you this week was a very big week. So let's discuss that in a little bit. My rose. My rose is that I absolutely love the neighborhood that I live in. I've been living here for a while, obviously, but I just love continually find more to love about it. And I'm getting so much more excited for summer and spring because of this neighborhood. I just live so close to the water and then along the water, there's just so many restaurants and just like people and community and things to do. One thing that made me really appreciate that today was I studied uh, in a cafe near my place and then after I finished studying, I wanted to go check out this Japanese market that has opened up nearby my place and so I went and then I bought this like cool stuff and I was just like, oh my god, like... I could walk here from home like oh i'm just i don't know it just makes me very grateful and then i'm planning to get a bike this summer i still need to like get started on that i want to buy a bike for my birthday and i feel like once i have my bike it'll just be so much more fun because then i can just bike down to the water hang out eat food do all this stuff and it'll be just so much fun i'm just like Ah, feeling really good. I think it's just the weather as well. The weather makes me feel a lot better when it's sunny out. It's crazy. So that is my rose of the day. My bud. My bud is... What is my bud? Hmm. What is my bud? I guess my bud is looking forward to spring and summer. It's March now, so obviously spring is upon us soon, and I'm just so excited because even today, it's like sunny, there's very few clouds in the sky, and it's just such a beautiful day out. It just makes me so much more motivated to do things, and I feel like a lot of people say in Vancouver, you know, like that eight months of rain is worth the four months of sun. First of all, I think there's more than four months of sun. I think it's like probably six, and second of all, I totally agree, like the dreary rain winters are just so worth when it comes to the summer it's just so nice and I think a part of the reason why I love the summer so much is because of the winters because I feel like if I lived in a place that was perennially hot like LA like Florida I don't know then it would be it would just not be as special that it was sunny every single day. But because I live in Vancouver and it rains so much in the fall and winter, it just makes the spring and summer so much more special to me. And yeah. Okay, another bud. I have. I thought of another one. Is I'm going to Orlando in July with my boyfriend. We're actually going on a work trip. Uh, my boyfriend's going on a work trip and I'm just tagging along. But I'm so excited because that means I get to go to Disneyland or sorry, Disney World and all that. 
and I'm so excited to take my first flight with my boyfriend. Like, I think that'll be so much fun. And uh, yeah, I think it'll just be very exciting. And it's in July, so it's still a little bit away, but I'm just looking forward to it already. My thorn. My thorn is probably that yesterday my boyfriend and I had a bit of an argument and it was not the best. Uh, I like already knew that he would be upset at me before I went to meet up with him yesterday, but it was still, we still had to talk through the argument, like why we were both upset. Like I was a little bit upset and he was upset. So we were talking through that and just like discussing and I don't like fighting with people. And I, my different definition of fighting is just like so broad too. Like I feel like as soon as someone raises their voice, not raises their voice, but just like makes their tone more stern. Like I already, I get so freaked out and I'm just like, ah. so I don't love that. So I'm trying to get better at that. And yesterday's fight also made me realize I have a lot of things that I still need to work on. Like I've been going to counseling for the last two years not oh not even two years like three years four years okay it wasn't consistent though I've definitely I I saw my counselor first like four years ago and I haven't been consistently seeing him but more recently it's been like once a month or so and I realized you know there's still actually a lot of things that I need to work through about my past traumas and how they continually affect my behavior today and all that kind of stuff which is definitely like a lot of work to do Sometimes I can get kind of lazy with like doing this self-development work and just be like, oh, I'll just think about it some other time. But I realize like, no, you know, your behavior really does affect other people. So I would really like to figure this out as soon as I can. And um, yeah. Okay, let's get into my week update, which has been another one of my favorite sections of my podcast. It's just so fun to talk about what happens this week and just be able to reflect. So this week was quite spicy. And uh, I will bring you back to last Friday. So not today's Sunday, not the Friday that just happened, but the Friday before that. So I had a meeting with my financial advisor. I guess that's what you could call him. Um, my mom linked me with him. So it's not like I'm, I'm not that financially savvy. I'm just trying to get set up for my future, but really I don't know much. Anyways, last Friday I had a meeting with my financial advisor and this was like the first time I'd seen him in two years. And so he was just asking me like, oh, what are you up to now? And I was just telling him about my situation. You know, I'm working two jobs, working for my mom in one job, still working and teaching math in my other job. And he basically was just like, why don't you consider going back to school? And I was thinking about it throughout that meeting. We ended up talking for an entire hour and like only the first 15 minutes were about like what we needed to do, which was like the financial stuff that we needed to, I had to sign some documents. But then the rest of the hour, we were just talking and talking and talking. And he was basically like, like, why don't you consider going back to school for a master's of business administration? You know, he was making a lot of really good points about how like, I'm still really young and I don't have anything really set in stone right now, but maybe in a few years that'll look a little different because my original plan after I graduated university was that I would take a few years off work and do whatever and then consider going back to school maybe when I was like 26 or 27. But now that I'm a year out working, it's been almost a year since I ended at university, which is really crazy to me. 
I I made a few realizations and uh, my financial advisor helped me realize these two. First of all, I love school. Like I have always been a person that loves learning and just loves applying what they learn and just learning everything. I don't know. I just have always loved school and loved learning. Second of all, if I continue down the path where I don't go back to school for a while and my alternative is just to work, right? Like I've done my traveling and I will continue traveling here and there when I'm young, but realistically all I'm going to do is work if I'm not in school. And if I continue working for the next few years, I may be climbing up a ladder or investing more time and energy into my position that I might be more unwilling to give up in the future. So what I mean by that is like if I got a job, let's say I was teaching math and I really wanted to take that full time and offer to manage one of the centers for my boss. When I do this for a couple years, I feel like first of all, my salary will go up and my responsibilities will go up. And I feel like in a few years, having to give that up to go back to school and restudy for like uncertainty and not knowing that I'll get a job out of school right away is like very risky. And knowing me, I don't know if I would, I I just rather be like, oh, I'll just keep working. I won't go back to school then. So that was the second thing is just like working more will probably make me want to go back to school less because of the opportunity cost. And then the third thing is just personally as well, as you keep getting older, I'm going to get more invested into different things that are going to set me up for my future, such as getting engaged to my boyfriend, buying a property. I don't freaking know, but just big life milestones like that. And once those happen, it's not like you're stuck there forever. I won't, I don't want to say that, but it's just, you know, it, it really does nail you down a little bit more to where you're at. So after that hour long meeting, I really did spend time thinking about his proposition and what that would look like for me if I went back to school. And then the next morning I went to a cafe. Originally I wanted to just do some editing, but I figured I remembered that there was one master's of business administration programs that I looked at before I graduated from undergrad that I was like, oh my God, this is a really good program. And I think I would really enjoy it if I get in. And I was looking at that program again last Saturday. So the day after my meeting with my financial advisor, and I realized that the application cycle is still open. (laughs) And so this is where, you know, the impulsive part of me took over and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to prepare for this application cycle, submit my application cycle for this year and see what happens. And so because of that decision, I have now started studying for the GRE, which is the graduate record examination, which is basically like a standardized test to get into grad school. And then I'm also going to have to start working on my application. Right now, I'm only applying to one program. And then depending on those results, I really don't think I'll get in, but I don't know. Depending on those results, I will kind of see what happens and figure it out. But yeah, that's my week update. And because of that, to make more time for my studying, I quit my job. I quit my math tutoring job. And that was really heartbreaking. Um, Wednesday was my last day. And after my shift, I cried a lot. And I think And this kind of ties into the main idea of this episode, which is just in life, you will encounter a lot of change. 
So after my last shift on Wednesday, oh my God, I feel myself tearing up now even talking about it. I was just so sad. And part of it was because, you know, I'll miss the kids that I work with. You know, some of those kids I've known for many, many years and they see me as a role model and I see them as not a friend, but just like a person that I see regular. It's kind of like a friend, right? I see them very regularly, catch up with their lives, see what's happening, but I also teach math to them. So it's a little bit different. So that was one part of why I was really, really sad. Another part that I have realized I was really sad about was just that my life was changing and I was sacrificing something so big because this math tutoring job, despite the fact that, oh, it's just a part-time job or whatever, like genuinely was one of my favorite things in the world. I remember there were a lot of days where I would finish my morning shift and then go to my afternoon shift. And when I walk into my math tutoring job, I am not doing well. Like I am just upset. I don't want to talk and all that. But after my math shift, I'm in such a good mood. And it's just because of the way the job is structured, the people that I encounter and work with, and just that whole environment just, I think, was a really good fit for me. Oh my God, I'm getting kind of sad just talking about this. So that was another reason why I was really sad was obviously because I loved this job and it was my favorite ever. I haven't done many jobs in my life, but this one is by far my favorite. And also just the the position that I have worked up to, you know, I wasn't just like a regular math teacher. I was kind of a step above that. So I was able to manage a little bit and help my boyfriend, who was the manager with other administrative tasks. Like it was just a very comfortable position. Like I knew everyone very well. I knew the job very well. I had been doing it for so long. And to willingly give that up was just really hard for me because it was my comfort zone. And um, yeah, so that was like, One of the other reasons was because another reason why I was sad was more so because I was scared because I was leaving this comfort zone of mine and trend like uh, adventuring into a new new part of my life that I had never been in before. Like I've been in school, but I've never, you know, given up my job to try and study and reach this goal. Like that's kind of crazy. So I was very sad on Wednesday. That's basically the gist of what I was trying to say. I was just sad for many, many reasons. And um, yeah, and then after that, I started spending my afternoon studying for the GRE. And it's basically been about a week and a half of me studying for the GRE. And it's actually been going quite well. My weakest part is studying the vocab because I've always had a weak vocab. And now I just realize I have a very weak vocab. (laughs) Anyways, that is my week update. Uh, There's a few more details, but I won't really go into it. The biggest gist is just I'm changing my life again. And what I want to bring into this episode, given all this change that's happening in my life, is just the fact that change is literally inevitable. There's that quote that's like, the only thing in life that's constant is change. And that is just so true because, let me give you some examples. From 
the beginning of my life till the end of high school, I pretty much I pretty much had a very similar and comfortable life. I lived at home with my parents. I went to the same school. It's not even like I changed from elementary to high school. I went to the same school, same campus for my entire life. I grew up with the same people. Like I think it was because of this that I was conditioned with all the same people and conditions my whole life that it makes me now really hard to deal with change. But since the end of high school, my life has changed a lot. First of all, I went to university and that was already a huge change. You know, the structure of university is very different from high school. I was taking a bunch of different classes and I was taking classes with people I didn't know or didn't know very well and the classes were huge so it wasn't like I could lean on any other peers for support the teachers didn't even know my name that was such a difference I remember in high school when you know your teachers know who you are and like catch up with you in your personal life but in university it's so different so from that grade 12 to first year transition was really hard for me also because I chose to live on campus and that was the first time I was living by myself I didn't really meet anyone in my dorm, so it wasn't like I could spend time with them. It was just a very different situation. And then I changed my life again going into second year because I moved back home and now I was commuting to school, so that was a little bit different. I really actually liked that phase of my life, but it was also just different. I had a different group of friends, I had a different schedule, and And then I feel like since graduating from fourth year, actually not even from second to third year, COVID happened and that changed my life, everyone's life so drastically. Um, You know, everyone had to stay at home. For a lot of us, classes looked different. Life looked different because we couldn't go outside. We couldn't go to class. We couldn't go to school. We had to do it from home. And that was a totally different experience. I had never done that in my life. And then from third to fourth year, the constant changing of in-person and uh, online back and forth because of COVID again. And then also, I feel like in fourth year was just very different because in fourth year, your focus is not really on classes anymore, but figuring out what you want to do after graduation is a huge part of fourth year, I feel. So thinking about that all the time was just kind of stressful. And then I feel like since university, my life has changed even more and it's been less than a year. I feel like my life has changed the most in this last year since graduating university than my entire life combined. You know, there were so many changes. Okay, first of all, first of all, let's talk about the changes that have happened since me graduating university. I solo traveled. That was super different. I had never done anything like that in my life before. Planning my trips, going there by myself, figuring out how to live life by myself in those new places. That was crazy. I started working full time. That was also something I didn't expect I'd be doing. Working full time, making full time income, moving out alone. I think that was one of my biggest changes in the last year. I think that is the biggest change that I've made in the last year is moving out alone. It gives you so much more freedom, but also you have to take so much more responsibility over your life and your time, which has been really crazy and not hard to deal with, but just like different to deal with because not all of us are used to that. It You kind of get that in university, you know, you have class structure, but then otherwise you don't really have that. But you know, I feel like in university, I was still leaning on my family a lot. And now that I'm not living at home with my family, they don't really know what's going on, like the details of my life, unless I choose to share that with them. So moving out was a big change. Uh, 
my life also changed. My work also changed. I was working math tutoring at two different locations for the last few months, just changing up that workflow. (sighs) I don't know. I feel like my life has just changed a lot in the last year. And I'm not going to lie, it has been very hard to deal with. If it were up to me, I would love to have stayed comfortable living at home with my family, still just working part time and just, you know, relaxing where I could, not making full time income. But the problem is when you're living like that and you're perennially comfortable, can you tell? I'm trying to use the GRE words that I've learned. One of my favorite words I've learned from the GRE is capricious. Capricious. C-A-P-R-I-C-I-O-U-S. And that means, uh, I. now that I'm saying it out on the podcast, it's not that I don't know what it means. It's hard to describe. It basically means like very emotionally volatile. You know, you go from happy to cranky really fast. And when I saw that word on my vocab list, I was like, oh my God, I have never found the most perfect word to describe me ever. I am capricious because I am my mood is constantly changing I get upset and then once I'm finished being upset I'm like happy as can be after I'm confusing anyways where was I I totally forgot perennially I was saying something about perennially I totally lost my train of thought oh I remember now sorry it was because you know you could perennially peren. I'm not going to use that word anymore. You could be in your comfort zone forever. And that would be a good life because, you know, you like your comfort zone and it is happy and it is comfortable. But I don't think that you can live a fulfilling life like that. And that is why, although it was really hard for me to quit my job, I decided to do it. Because I knew that I could live a very happy life working as a math tutor forever, I don't know, and, you know, teaching the kids that I have known for so many years and doing the job. You know, I had gotten to the point where I've been working for so long that this actually, I only realized this recently. I was working with a new student who was relatively new and just signed up for the program. And I just had, I just have like spidey senses, like when a kid needs help, but doesn't raise their hand or voice it I can still tell and I'll be like what do you need help with like what are you working on and then I remember I was like I approached the new student and I was like oh like what are you working on what do you need help with and she was like how did you know that I need help and I was like it was literally just the vibe it was just the feeling that I have I just know and that just comes from so much practice from doing this job. And also, I'm really good at writing upside down uh, because usually the students are looking at their textbook and because I'm facing them, I have to read upside down. So over the last few years, I've developed really great skills at ups- reading upside down and writing upside down. And she was like, oh my God, you write upside down so well. I actually got that comment multiple times this last month. And I was like, yeah, I've been working this job for a very long time. So I've been doing this for a while. And I constantly saying that and just thinking about it I was like you know like I am so specialized in this job and it is it just comes so naturally to me and it's just shown that you know I've been working and doing these things for so long it's been almost five years it's been four 
and a quarter years. Okay, so not almost five, but four and a quarter. That's a really long time. And I knew this last year, I've been thinking about it a lot for a long time. I knew that I could live a happy life doing this job and it's so much fun and fulfilling, but ultimately staying here forever and not changing would be it would I think it would make me even more upset. Even though I'd be happy day to day, I think looking back on my life, I'd be more upset because I'd regret not doing more things and not learning more. So, those are kind of the changes in my life and just me talking about the change that I've encountered. I've been uh, Yeah, it's just crazy to see. I think one reason why I kind of take change really difficultly, like I don't accept it really easily, is just because I didn't grow up with a lot of change. You know, I went to the same campuses. I still am friends with the friends that I was with in high school, and we're still really great friends. Those are my closest friends to this day. And that's just kind of weird. Like, not a lot has changed in my life. But then again, also, everything has changed. Uh, It's kind of crazy. I have no idea how I feel about this. But the main message I want to get across is change is inevitable and you must change in order to keep growing and going forward. That was another thing I learned as I was contemplating quitting my job was I feel like for the last year I was trying to do so much, you know, working two jobs and trying to excel in both of them trying to do content, my podcast and everything. Like I just have so many different interests and I've been trying to hold on to all of them and do really well in all of them. But because there's just so much to balance, I end up just doing poorly in everything. Because you know, I don't think anyone can manage that much. It's just not possible. And what I realized from that is, you know, I really do want to move forward But for the longest time, I was refusing to let go. I was like trying to keep walking forward, even though I had like my ankle tied to those ball and chains, you know, that weigh you down. Like eventually I got to learn that I got to unshackle myself so that I can keep walking forward. Right. And I think this week was finally just like the the what is it? The turning point for me. And just realizing that, you know, it really is time for me to let go, I think. And so that is my week update. (laughs) Anyways, the second part of this podcast, I want to talk about how to deal with change, some tips that I've learned and how I've personally been coping with the change and just how I make myself feel better because it can be freaking hard. If no one tells you this today and you're going through some change right now, just know that I feel for you. I know that it's hard. And if you think it's hard, don't feel like you have to get over it right away because everyone copes through things differently. Okay, so let's talk about some tips that I have for embracing change and just feeling better because of it. I'm sorry, there's kind of like a weird streaky thing going on with my window. It's because my curtains are like half closed, but I hope you don't mind. Anyways, my first tip is to stay in the present. By the way, all these tips, I'm just going to say I'm not the best at taking these either. I can be 
pretty hypocritical. But at least I know these things. I just need like the wisdom to apply these things. You know what I mean? Okay. Anyways, first tip is staying in the present. One problem that I always have when it comes to change is I will ruminate and ruminate and ruminate over the past so much. I think it's quite normal to mourn the change, you know, be sad about what you have lost and what your before was, but I don't think it's normal to be constantly torturing yourself with that. And that's what I do all the time. It's not good. You like, even when I think about this change currently going on in my life, you know, giving up my job to study for the GRE, a lot of times I get stuck just reminiscing over the memories that I have being scared about the future, you know, thinking about the future too much when honestly, like I need to just spend my life living in the moment and I'm still working on this. I know that living in the moment can be so much better for your mental health and I'm trying my best. Just know that I'm trying my best. But yeah, that's definitely one of the biggest tips is just staying in the present, accepting things as they are. You know, you, you can still be sad about the things that happened in the past and worry about the things that are coming in the future, but you can't be always in those states because then that gets unhealthy and then you're just kind of like purposely torturing yourself and that's just not cool. My second tip is to just have a bit of a perspective change. So what I mean by that is the first thing is you can switch things around and see the change be a positive thing. So for example, for me, the change was that I quit my job so that I could focus on going back to school. And, you know, for this whole time, I was thinking about, oh man, that's so sad because now I don't get to see the kids that I love and all this stuff. But I can still see it positively, you know, like I'm struggling, you know. But (laughs) one positive example might be you know, I get to go back to school and that makes me really happy. Learning makes me really happy. Studying makes me really happy. That might be a thing. Another change, like maybe you were moving out for the first time, like I did last year. You might be really sad because, oh man, I don't get to live with my family anymore, but seeing it as a positive thing. Now I get to take more responsibility over my life. I get to do much more fun things, organize this space how I like, like this is fully mine. That's amazing too. So I think flipping it and seeing it positively, and that's not to say that change doesn't suck. Like I'm not saying don't be sad about it and just think about it positively because that's not realistic either. I just mean that, you know, there's always a flip side and a good thing to most things. And that can really help with if you're feeling very sad about your change all the time. My second perspective change is that you just have to understand that change must happen. Like realistically, we cannot live in the same place and be the same our entire life. I think that's just the opposite of what life was meant to be. You know, I think one of the most fulfilling things you can do as a human in your life is learn and grow. And realistically, those things cannot happen without change. You can't learn without change can't grow without change the change really forces us to get out of our comfort zone and that is really when the most special parts of life happen that is when you learn to grow learn to see who you are and uh yeah so that's why i think 
change must happen as much as it sucks just know that it is an inevitable part of life the only thing constant in life is change that's the quote of the day okay another kind of perspective change i guess you could take is that change also brings good things and that's kind of back to seeing change positively change also brings good things you know without change and hardship I think you really lose your grit and your ambition as a person I mean we've always heard those stories about you know those super entitled kids whose parents make billions of dollars so they never have to worry about anything in their life they grow up to be very entitled and bossy and prissy because they don't really have a realistic sense of life Another thing is a lot of them will throw tantrums if they don't get what they want because they don't develop the proper coping skills. I think that change, one of the biggest things that it'll teach you is also coping skills and learning how to deal with hardships or troubling things. And that can be eternally useful, right? We will we will go through hardships our entire life. And one of the biggest things with dealing with this problem or dealing with these problems is learning how to cope with them healthily, whether that be, you know, going outside for some exercise to relax a little bit or just taking care of yourself so that your mental health is not rapidly declining every time something happens. I think coping skills is one of the biggest things that you can learn from change and from difficult situations in our life. So that is definitely something that I'm grateful for. I definitely feel like especially since university started, all of the things that I've been through, like all of the difficult things, have taught me many more skills with how to manage my emotions, how to manage uncomfortable situations, set boundaries, and those are all super important. Change also brings good because they bring new challenges. So if you are a problem-solving type of person, you love puzzles and all that, I mean, I feel like One of the obvious things is that change just brings new challenges for us to face and for us to accept. And uh, I think that's good because it just keeps life interesting. That makes it sound like it's a game. But also, hmm. yeah, I want to say interesting, but it's not like I'm trying to say life is a game and life is just a series of events that we go through. But It is very fulfilling to be faced with all these different challenges and be able to solve them or be able to go through them. Like I feel like one thing that is quite unfulfilling about certain things is that maybe you don't like you're doing the same thing every day. For me, when something is monotonous, humdrum, you might say, that's another GROE word I've been learning this week, it is not as fulfilling to me because it doesn't really feel like I put in my best effort in trying to solve the problems. But when you face new problems, that's why I love my jobs is because at math, you know, you get faced with new word problems and new math problems all the time when kids bring in their homework. And then also in my admin job, every customer is so different. Every shipment is so different that there's just a lot of different things that occur this week. One thing, okay, this is kind of off topic, but 
this week, one thing that happened was basically the shipments from overseas, they come in containers, which if you've never seen them before, are just basically these like big long boxes and overseas will stuff all your shipments into a container and then our job not my job but our job in Vancouver is to take out all the shipments and organize them accordingly and there was one shipment that was full of feathers like these feathers that were wrapped in these big barrels and what had happened like this was just such a different shipment I had never seen this in my entire life since working there it was just very different and even the other team members who had been working for many many years were like you know I've never dealt with a shipment like this like this is the most complicated thing ever like I feel like different and change while it can be harder and not as easy to deal with really does bring a new set of challenges and solutions that can be really fulfilling to try and solve so I personally think of new challenges as a good thing obviously it's not always easy to say that and see that so I understand if you don't see it that way but that's one thing that helps me my last two tips are kind of also just a lot of it is perspective because I mean a lot of the challenges we go through in life are mental even though they might be happening outside of us the way we deal with them is very mental so one thing is just take life one day at a time kind of goes back to the beginning of living in the present, staying in the present, I feel like it gets difficult when you're too caught up in planning for the future too much. And I think one of the biggest things that I have learned in the last year is just to live life in the present and live life now. Just take one day at a time and then we move on to the next. Because every day is so different and every day is also a clean slate. That's what I also appreciate about time is that every morning you wake up, it's a new day and it's a new chance. Last thing is it is okay to be upset and grieve and to pause and let yourself feel the emotions that you need to. Change can be hard and change can be sad and change can be very difficult. And so I think one thing that the wellness gurus nowadays kind of forget to mention is although we do want to healthily cope with the problems and figure out solutions and all that, we also still have emotions and need to release all of those. I mean, yesterday when I was fighting with my boyfriend, I feel like some of us might get caught up in just like trying to solve the fights right away when in reality, like we just need to sometimes explain how we feel. And that's probably like the biggest problem is that we feel ashamed to feel upset or feel angry. Like we feel like we must feel positive all the time. Like that's just not realistic for me. I let myself have one or two days to be sad about the situation and then I I try to remind myself that despite it being hard right now there are a lot of good things that are going to come from this change and this situation and that is like one of the most important things that you need to remember so those are all my tips for dealing with change and also how my life changes changing how my life how my life is changing right now I'm going to end the episode here. I have to do one more study session this afternoon for the GRE. So I need to get to studying. I still have a bit of work to do. Hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you in my next episode. Bye.